Front page of the Herald Sun, uh, former AFLW star Emma Grant has launched civil action against Collingwood Footy Club after she was forced into early retirement due to concussion. Okay, so is she suing because she doesn't didn't want to go into early retirement? No, she is suing because she said she was allowed to play too soon after uh, having had her head injury. Mm. So because um, you've got to, you've got to prove negligence. Um, if you sue Collingwood, you've got to prove that Collingwood was negligent. Okay. Um, I don't know. What does uh, Collingwood say? Well, you know, you you knew the extent of your injury better than anyone else. They might say. Yes. And then she might say, "Well, not really, because I had concussion." Yeah, but then and but, you should have been more alert to the fact that I, you know, I shouldn't have been going back to play. And we and we adhered to the protocols. One would assume that Collingwood would have adhered to the protocols. Um, anyway, that'll, that's the reason God invented juries. Uh, there I, we go. I guess um, I do like the story in the Herald Sun that uh, Chief Commissioner Shane Patton has read the riot act to every police member and public service on issues including sexual har- harassment, uh-huh. leaks, drink driving and drug use. What? So that means that police should, should uh, what? Um, the, 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 uh, obey the law. Right. <laughs> <That'd be good. laughs> yeah, I a... imagine that's the first thing that they swear when they come out of the academy, yeah, isn't it? I, I, swear to, I swear to obey the law. You would think so. But I'm just taking with the use of the expression riot act because there used to be a riot act, or it was part of the crimes act, I think. Uh, in Victoria. Maybe we could ask Justin Lawrence to find out because I'm pretty sure I know when it was last read. So I'm going to read you, officially read you the Riot Act. Yeah, it, it has legal consequences. That Once you read a, the Riot Act, the relevant section of the Riot Act... Thou shalt. That, you know, you, I think it essentially says go home. Right. But if you don't... They can, then, they can then give you a quilting. Round up the usual suspects. Yeah, they can, they can go get <laughs> give you. Give you a quilting. <laughs> right. I think, I think we need someone to do, to describe it in more elegant legal terms than that. One double three six nine three. I'm sure I'm right. Just give me the suburb. What suburb of Melbourne was the Riot Act last read in? Is this recently? No. I'm going to say... 20 to 30 years ago. Okay. Two bottles of the Bordley Labo. I'm more 30, I reckon. Right. Two bottles of the Bordley Labo and Pale Dry Rosé. Just give it a name. What suburb was the Riot Act in Victoria yeah. last read in, mm. if I'm right? You're I may well be wrong. Chill, because I was in the exhibition gardens, what, two years ago? Yeah. It was all getting a bit willing. Was it? Yeah. yeah. Did anyone get a quilting? Oh, no. <laughs> Probably. I think maybe rubber boards were used. Oh, oh, of course, this is uh, lockdown. Maybe it was read during the... Uh, maybe it was read uh, during the, the lockdown. Bob, um, what suburb was the Riot Act last read in in Victoria? It was read in Frankston around 30 years ago. Yeah, it was Frankston. Was it at Frankston Railway Station? Have I sort of got that vaguely in the back of my mind? And I, there was a mob, I but I, I can't remember. I so. A, a, a bunch of miscreants had uh, gathered and the uh, police dispersed them. Okay. That's good. That's that's. I would have said the right has got a quilting, but you said the miscreants were dispersed. That's much more elegant, Bob. Um, Bob, take two bottles of Debordley. We'll try to put some flesh on the bones as to what was happening on that occasion. Uh-huh. And, and it's a form of words. So the copper, okay, I think he was like a senior sergeant or something. Actually, had to stand there with the words and read them. I right? just think that's unreal. Right? Yeah. Fascinating. Well, we'll uh, what see- if it was filmed? Undoubtedly. Yeah. I, I, in my mind's eye, I can see the policeman reading the okay, right. Well, I've been to Frankston train station recently. 
Yes, it's um, it is the end of the line. Um, Melbourne continues to retain much of its appeal for residents and visitors, but the city has lost some of its magnetism, says a major new study, yes. and the Melbourne brand needs a reset. Yeah, well, I th- that's important, Ross. Yeah, I, well, <laughs> there are two there are two points of view: the one that says it's important, which yeah. is you, and the yeah. one that says, look, it is what it is. Nah, take it or leave it. No, but the thing is, you got to think about um, our, a city. Yeah. Like, you're either going forward or you're going backwards. Right. And going backwards is not a good thing, right? And no. part of going forwards is yeah. being appealing. Right, eh? Yeah. Right, eh? Who am I appealing? Who, I, do I, who do we wish to be appealing to? Oh, well, you need to be appealing to, well, the economy needs to run, and the, right. the economy needs to run as fast and as be as fruitful and to grow as, as much as it, as it possibly but, can. Uh, but we're redoing our brand. Presumably yeah. it's for people who don't live here. It's for no. people who want to come here. No, it's both. It? It's both. It's for people that live here as well. It's like, you know, civic pride. You're proud of your city. <laughs> yeah. Scorcher just whispered in my ear <laughs> what, what that friend of mine I had lunch with two two months ago said to me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he said, how's, this, how's your weird economy going down here? And I said, what do you mean weird economy? Yeah. He said, your immigration base Ponzi scheme. <laughs> I know. And that is stuck. Yes. And, stuck? And a, a good friend of mine who, of course, um, how's that cappuccino economy going? Yeah. Is that right? Mm-hmm. It's yeah. a bit of a combo. I mean, Pon- we, we should actually get <laughs> someone serious in the world of economics on to say, just, just for us. Yeah. Is Victoria an immigration-based Ponzi scheme? <laughs> right. Yes or no? Well, we'll immigrate. I mean, population growth is the number one driver of economic growth. That be true. Yeah. So, what do you like? Just fill it up. <laughs> just yeah. keep filling it Come up. Come on, go on. Yeah, totally. Right. right. So that I reckon one of the major changes in my life, if I had to measure it, would be the fact that you now have to stop in a street in order to make way for an oncoming car. Yeah. Right, and you have to do the courtesy wave, mm-hmm. and then you have to judge, am I going to stop and let him through, or is he going to stop and let me through? Yes. And that's because 100,000 new cars go on the road in Victoria right. every year. I thought 100,000 last year, 100,000 yeah. this year, 100,000 yeah. next year, year yeah. after that. Yeah. And that's what's going to happen. Well, that's why we're going to disperse out into sort of greater Victoria. I thought of a, a new thing for the big build too yesterday, Ross. Oh, yeah. You know, in, in Europe, certainly in US, UK, mm. London, you'll have the under the under thing for pedestrians. You know, when you're on a... You the know, underpass. The underpasses for yeah. pedestrians. So you get into the tunnel and off you go. Yeah. We, we need those. Right. right. Because a lot of the time, the car, isn't, the car can't, can't turn left which, of course, banks up all the cars behind you because you're waiting for the passengers, for the o- pedestrians. I'm pointing over here at Southern Cross Station. Is there actually one there? Uh, no. Like an old one? Uh, no. Why do I think in my mind's eye that there is actually an old underground pass from what used to be Spencer Street Station to the other side right. of Spencer? Makes I'm, a I'm, fair bit of sense, doesn't it? Yeah, but I must be... Uh, going out of my mind. Ah, quick, other stories around this morning. Um, the Herald Sun has got a beautiful photograph on the front page yeah. where they've got a whole heap of people together in order to demonstrate that March is a pretty good place to be in Melbourne. They've got an artist. They've got Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins. They've got a footballer. Yeah. Um, as Scorchers Storm. said, they chose Mark Pitternett. Um <laughs> They've got a player from the Melbourne Storm. They've got a disability uh, audio DJ. They've got a right. netballer. Flowers? Is that flower shows? They've got an F1 car being driven by Craig Williams. Uh, Uh, He would never take part in Formula One, Craig Williams, because it's too loud. No one would hear him speak. (laughs) Um, And they've got a chef. Anyway, it's it's Melbourne's March, which is food, fashion, comedy, theatre, ballet, music, Moomba. 
uh, acrobatics. Oh, it's got the issue, of course. Yeah. Grand Prix, horse racing, of course. March and Madness. Right? He has, uh, Damien's declared it the best month ever. Best ever. The best month in, uh, in Melbourne. Uh, the... Uh, get on this for a story. The Europeans want to give the moon its own time zone. Yeah, I, I want to know why. Yeah, if you could nominate one, uh, the most ridiculous time zone in the world, what uh, is it? I don't, um, tell me, Adelaide. <laughs> Half an hour. <laughs> yes. Well, hang on. A, a fa- it's fairly ridiculous that Brisbane and Melbourne and Sydney are out of sync. Yeah. for half the year. Yeah, but a half an hour for South Australia. Come off it. <laughs> Um, it's quarter past six. 